Good morning, everybody, and happy Monday to you on the 18th of September, 2023. My name is Larry Jacobs. This is Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio, uh, the voice of the American Consortium for Equity in Education. We're over at ace-ed.org, ace-ed.org. We've got a nice show for you today. I say that a lot, but I really do believe our shows are pretty enjoyable. All right, and so that's what people tell me anyway. We've got Jackie Smalls, our good friend from uh, Discovery Education, and she, uh, she she has a number of hats that she wears, but one of them is Vice President of Social Impact Coalitions. Maybe that's the only hat, but there's a lot of things that fall under that umbrella. And one of them is their brand new Sustainable Education Coalition, which I believe is starting officially Tomorrow, and I think they're going to have a little celebration thing, I'll ask Jackie, in, in New York City. She's going to fill me in on that. They're asking companies to step up, corporate corporations, okay, and help education, and especially in terms of sustainability education, which is really important in this day and age. And one of the companies that has stepped up, we're going to learn a lot about them today, I did learn a little bit on the web, okay, as much as I could, is Nucor, which is the largest steel manufacturer, I believe, in the United States. Okay, it might be in the world, but I think it's the United States, definitely. It's N-U-C-O-R. And I've got Lauren Russell here, who's their manager of corporate communication. So we're going to have a nice conversation with Jackie and Lauren about this sustainability education coalition, how, coalition, how teachers and, and educators of all sorts can tap into this curriculum, directors, etc. as it gets going, how they can join up, what they should look for what it's all about, et cetera, et cetera. So it's going to be a really kind of a fun show. Jackie's always great to have here on the show. We're going to archive at ace-ed.org. That's our home website of our Consortium for Education. As I mentioned, over there is our Excellence in Equity Awards. All of our podcasts are there, our magazine, Equity and Access Pre-K-12, which is the online journal, plus tons of other information. That's really, really pretty good. We do We are working hard every day for equity. All right. It's just so important out there right now. And please go over, check it out. We'd love to hear your voice. We'd love you to join in with us. Everything we do over there is free. Again, it's at ace-ed.org. Please check it out. And without further ado, I got some spin here that just connected. There we go. Good morning, Jackie. It's Larry here. Good morning, Larry. Thank you for having me again. You're always welcome here, Jackie. And I, I love this part. Jackie works at Discovery Education. Jackie's got a BS in biology. She's got a Master's of Education curriculum. And also, and I always say thank you for this, she spent eight years in the U.S. Army as an environmental science officer. That's so cool, Jackie. Thank you for your service. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. I, lo- I love that aspect of, of what you what, what what's in your background. Lauren, are you there? I am, Larry. Good morning. Good morning to you. Where are you today? I'm actually in New York for UN Climate Week. For what week? Uh, for Climate Week, for the UN Climate, climate Week. Climate Week. Thank you. I didn't hear the word. That's why, I, that's why I had asked twice. Okay. There's a lot going on in Climate Week and a and good week to start some sustainability education. And there's going to be a big – is there a big thing – Lauren, I'll ask you. Is there, there's a big thing tomorrow, right? Aren't you guys having a big celebration tomorrow? Yeah, there's yeah, there's a little bit of an announcement tomorrow that Discovery Education is making. We're excited about um, the the launch of the Sustainability Education Coalition. Yeah. It's cool, and uh, talk about that for a second, Jackie, because I understand it's at a hotel. It's it's, a, it's, a, it's an event, right? You're having an event. 
Jackie? Yes, it's an event. Yeah, it's an event. I threw, um, that, on formal... poor, I threw that on poor Lauren, so I'm going to ask you. You tell everybody. <laughs> yeah. Poor Lauren. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. Lauren. I know. It's yeah. okay, because Lauren will be there. I will actually be with Lauren <laughs> and um, our other founding um, partners that will be officially launching the Sustainability Education Coalition tomorrow. So tomorrow's the big announcement, formal announcement, so you're hearing it firsthand. Um, and I love the fact that we're going to talk about it today, but tomorrow's yeah. the official opening during United Nations Global, um, I'm sorry, General Assembly um, yeah. week that's happening in New York. And we're being, um, we'll have a spotlight to focus on the Sustainability Education Coalition. That is great. And I think, I believe there's information up there. Um, I have it linked here, but uh, on uh, discoveryeducation.com all about this. If anybody's in New York and they want to learn more about this, we're going to talk a lot about it today. Are either of you on a speakerphone, Jackie, Lauren? Yes. Okay, both of you get off your speakerphone and talk right into your phone. It's going to be a lot easier for people to hear you and understand you. How, how's that? Is that better? Yeah, always it's better. So thank you for doing that. Okay, what, was that Jackie? Was that Jackie? No, nope, I'm here. That was okay. Lauren. Okay, good. Yeah, both of you. Okay, thank you for doing that. I just want people to hear you. Lauren, I got to ask you, and I did look this up, before we get into sustainability education, Nucor. I don't think a lot of people know about Nucor. Yet Nucor, if I am not mistaken, is the largest. They're very concerned about sustainable steel products. They are the largest steel producer in the country. Lauren, do That's your right. thing. Tell everybody. I, yeah. I, you know, I looked it up this week when we were doing the show. I learned more. Go ahead. Talk about Nucor, N-U-C-O-R, and I do have it linked up on site. But go ahead. Yeah, Larry, that's right. We are the largest steel producer and actually the largest recycler of any material in North America. Wow. Um, we have, Whoa. yes. Um, now, Whoa. we have um, over 31,000 team members uh, and uh, over, we operate 26 steel mills and over 300 facilities that produce steel products and raw materials to feed our steel mills. Um, we are one of the most sustainable steel companies in the world um, with a lower carbon footprint due to our yeah. process of recycling scrap metal into new steel um, using electric arc furnace. Wow. <laughs> that, that is really cool stuff. Should I do the old joke? My parents were in the iron and steel business. My mother always and my father steals. Is that so old, Jackie? Jackie, forgive me. <laughs> no, that's okay. I mean, there's okay, so much that you. I'm learning about the steel industry, but um, Lauren can tell, tell you sorry. and share a lot. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. So, about 7 million years old, that joke. I think it's from Vaudeville. Okay. <laughs> I, but, I like the you know, steel it's, Go ahead, go ahead. Lord. But it, but it's great, right? Because the steel, this is Lauren here. Okay, um, go ahead, Lauren. You know, but it, it's great, right? Because you know, there are old jokes about the steel industry because it's been around forever. <laughs> yeah, right? it has. Um, right. But but what's you know what we're excited about um, is that you know a lot of people don't understand the steel industry and right. Um, You're right. And how sustainable it can be. And so that's really what Nucor is all about, right? When we pioneered the technology that we use, the EAF, 50 years ago, um, you know, we were the first to make steel using, you know, electricity rather than 
Coke and coal. Um, but wow. now over 70% of the steel made in the U.S. is made using EAS technology. I'll be, I, never, I never knew that. And, and all I ever heard, you know, and I know this from being a history teacher for years and, and, and also knowing a little bit about it, you know, coal was always firing furnaces. All right, and the Bessemer furnace, furnace and all that, and the the, the coal miners really create help to create and keep going with this with the coal, the uh, the furnaces that created United States that all the not just U.S. steel but all the steel companies, and it was an amazing it was amazing it's an amazing part of it, our uh, history in, in the in the uh, late 1800s through the early 1920s, etc. Okay, how all this came about. And I did not know anything about this electric stuff. I mean, I think this is really fascinating. How old's the company? Uh, so we built our first uh, steel mill in the late 60s. So we've wow. been making steel this way for the past 50 years. Who gets into the steel business in the late 60s? I'm very impressed with this company. I love it. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you know, and it's fun because we didn't actually start as a Steelmaker, Larry. Our first operation was a Volcraft operation. Uh, you know, we were part of what started as the Nuclear Corporation of America, was a conglomerate, oh. and uh, Volcraft, which makes Joyston Deck in uh, in South Carolina, a small operation in South Carolina, was one of their only you know uh, profitable businesses. And wow. through a series of events, they sold off other businesses, made the, the leader at Volcraft, Ken Iverson, uh, he, they put him at the helm, and he had the forethought to, he, you know, he was having a hard time sourcing the steel he needed for their yeah. Volcraft business, so he decided to go into the steel business and make his own steel. Uh, wow. And, you know, fast forward, fast forward you know, 50 years, and we have 26 steel mills operating in a very sustainable way right here in the U.S. That, 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 that is an amazing story. I love this story. Okay, you can talk about sustainability education. I mean, this is what we need in this world these days. Okay, because we're going to run out of world if we don't do it. Let me put it that way. Okay, so we really, we really need to do this. Thank Lauren. This is really fascinating. I got to tell you, and I bet ninety percent of my audience had no idea any of this was going on. I thought they were still using coal. Okay, all over the place. And it's all, it's electric now. I'm, I'm blown away. I got to tell you. Thank you, Lauren. That was great. You there? Yes. Yes. Good. Good. I wanted to make sure you were still there. Okay, I've got you connected, yep. but I wanted to make sure. Okay, it's great stuff. Yep. Great Absolutely. Stuff. Thank you. Yeah, yes, I agree. agree I'm, I'm impressed. Okay. Now, now the question, uh, Jackie, how did you, you guys find Nucor when you started to think <laughs> well, about I sustainability? Think Go ahead. Actually, I should well, ask you it a different way. What came first, chicken or the egg? Did the companies find you when you're creating this coalition, <laughs> or did you find them? I like the idea. Sustainable ed- Education well, really- Coalition. Yeah. Yes, Larry, it's truly a partnership. Um, I can't necessarily say who found who first, but we did (laughs) land on having some common goals around making sure that students have high-quality resources and teachers um, have access to resources that actually will help teach sustainability in the classroom. So if you don't mind, I can tell you a little bit about what the coalition is all about and what we're excited to be able to announce tomorrow. That was my next question, so go ahead. 
<laughs> well, great. Uh, well, thank you for always being a supporter of Discovery Education. Um, you know, K twelve. Thank you for always supporting us. We appreciate it. Yeah. Good. Yeah. With our K twelve. Like you and Newcourt. Like you and Newcourt. It's a mutual appreciation society. There. There you go. It is. It is, and truly it a is. partnership. Um, and it's Newcor who Lauren is on the phone today, but we have some other partners, Honeywell, Lion Delta Cell, and Subaru of America are also partnering in this effort with the National Environmental Education Foundation to empower nice. over 10 million students. 10 million, well, so we have a goal. By 2020, 2030, we want to empower over 10 million students with tools and resources so they can take responsible action for the environment and thinking about a sustainable, you know, economic um, development and really focus on how can they leverage their voice to say, these are the things that we're interested in, this is the world that we are living in and we need to pass on from generation to generation. So the generation sustainability, that's the, the group that we're, we're focusing on here in students, and how can we create resources for them to interact and inspire other students to be change makers in their communities. I, I think that's great. And where do you see this? In K-12 education, do you see it starting in first grade or whatever, or do you see it as a high school program? And I'm, I'll, I'll throw that to you, Jackie. Where do you think it's going to land, or where are you aiming for it to land? Well, we're going to start in the middle school um, grade band, huh. grades between 6 and 8. However, I believe that all students K-12 can have an appreciation for the environment, right? Um, and if you think about oh. the human aspects and how we're impacted, as well as, you know, the economy in itself and learning about healthcare and transportation and how do, these, how do these all work together to make sure that we are really taking care of our, our resources um, and making sure yeah. that we're good stewards of the environment. So we're going to focus on the middle school ages. However, I believe that we will expand and that every student can learn something about sustainability in the K-12 education. I, I think it's really important. And on top of that question, Jackie, where where do you see this landing? And this is to me the most one of the more important questions: landing in terms of subject area. And I am a firm believer, as probably everyone knows, and I think most people are in interdisciplinary education. I I don't I, I don't like silos within education. And Lauren, I know you might be new to the education side. That's when you said when nobody in social studies knows what they're teaching in math and nobody knows what they're teaching in science and everybody's working by themselves. Okay. And that's not the way the world thinks. That's not the way the world is. All right. And somehow we managed to uh, uh, isolate the, the subjects and I wanted to be more interdisciplinary. So let me throw it to Jackie, where do you see this landing in terms of subject? And I hope I hope you're going to say interdisciplinary because I'm an old social studies teacher, both both old and social studies. And uh, talk to me, Jackie. Yeah, I've learned something new every day. I did not know that you were, uh, a, you know, once an educator is always an educator. So <laughs> I will say that <laughs> it's great to hear that you're an educator as well. But we, like sure. you said, interdisciplinary, I was. I was. or you can even yeah. say, yeah. You could say yeah. cross-curricular, so we want to make sure that all of the subject areas are represented in, in this type of learning, in this challenge-based learning. So when you're thinking about, let's say, an environmental issue, it's not just going to focus on the science of that environmental issue. We'll take into account math. Um, we'll take into account English language arts and communications as well as civics and how do we make sure that we cross over all subject areas because like you said we want to make sure that students understand in the real world real world application 
So it's about putting what they're learning in, in their core subject areas into practice and say, this is how it shows up and lands yeah. in the real world and how it impacts and cross cuts all subject areas. And, and Jackie, and I, I, I hope uh, uh, Lauren won't be surprised by the next answer. How do you expect to work with a company? Let's use Nucor, and I hope other companies join in, and UCOR, by the way. And uh, does, it, does this mean that the Lauren has to clean the erasers at the end of the day? What do you expect from them? <laughs> wow, erasers. You're going really Remember those days, there, Lauren? Right? Remember those? Clap the erasers <laughs> together. You're probably too young. Yeah. yeah. I do. I do. Well, I can... <laughs> Well, Lauren won't have to clean any races, and hopefully no one else will as well. Uh, but this is really about coming together in a partnership. So you have organizations that are really working on sustainable goals themselves in their organization. But how do we connect it to K-12 and make it relevant, yeah. like we said, to the subject areas that they're learning? So we're going to develop standard-based curriculum to support students in understanding critical topics that might locally impact them, however, have a global impact as well. And so where the organizations come into play is they say, you know what, we're focusing on sustainable materials. And that's part of our goal to make sure that we're we're creating and we're like like Lauren said, recycling steel. That's a that's a subject area that we could tap into their expertise, show students exactly what is being done and how are they doing that um, in a very impactful way and that they would love to learn more about it. And so how do we leverage the expertise of the organizations to make these rich resources so students can think about the choices that they want to make, the impact that they want to make in their communities, and do so at the same time learning about sustainable practices. And that's that's wonderful. So, Lauren, what are your expectations of all this? Okay, Nucor joins us, and I know you guys care. Okay, obviously you care. Everybody cares, and you're doing the right thing every that's day right. in your company. Okay, but why join that's this? Right. What, what's, what's the point? Okay, by the way, I know, you know the point. I'm just asking you that, so go ahead. I know the point. <laughs> yeah, you know, Larry, for us, when uh, Discovery Education came to Nucor with this opportunity, we were thrilled because, you know, like you, so many people don't understand the steel industry. No, I and, don't. And, you know, yeah. we, are, we, are, we are immensely proud of our sustainable practices, not just, you know, wow. from a recycling standpoint, but the way we, we, the way we interact with our communities, the way we take care of our team members, you know, we often say that the decisions we're making, we're in it for the long game. The decisions we're making as a company are to ensure that, you know, our children and our grandchildren can have fulfilling careers, you know, at Nucor too. And mm-hmm. so, and we, well we, we live, you know, we, we work and live in the communities where we are, where we exist. So um, for us to be able to share that story more broadly so that, this generation, this next generation of students, this next generation of of um, of problem solvers, aren't coming. It's not coming as a surprise to them. They're, they yeah. they learn now how they can be making a difference and how they can be thinking globally, um, and what sustainability really means. Yeah, and it, 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 well, as I said earlier, uh, we don't have another planet to go to, so uh, we better we better learn a little bit about sustainability, just in just in case we don't know that we do not have another planet to go to at this time. Okay, one never knows, but uh, I've got the feeling we aren't good yet. Yeah, you know what I mean? We got to take care of this one, and it's really, really important. And you know, I love what you said. There's another factor to all this, and I think this is very important, and very commendable. Okay, companies need to make sure 
that students know that they exist because you have to have a workforce to continue your good work. And if people don't understand the good work you do, okay, it's, it, and, and how they can become a part of it, it gives them the opportunity to look at a company like Nucor as a career, which is important for you folks because you have to have a workforce. So you're really investing. Okay, and what potentially right. could be, become your future workforce. And I think that's something that every single company, you know, every single corporation in America needs to actually under, fully understand. Okay, it's, the schools are always tight for money. Companies have more money than schools. All right, and it's, it, it's just something we need to do. And I'm very, I'm very, very glad you're doing it. What kind – and. Uh, I don't know how much you know about education. I'll throw this to you, Lauren, but you can pass it right over to Jackie. Okay. What kind of sure, resources? Sure. Yeah. Are they good? What, what, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What, what, what's what's going to be your role with all, not yours, but yeah. your how do you see that yeah. playing out in the sustainability, yeah. sustainability coalition? Yeah. So, you know, that's, what's really exciting. That creative process with discovery education, you know, like you said, yeah, we fun. are not educators. We are not educators at Nucor, but we have a lot of brilliant people at Nucor solving today's you know sustainability issues yeah. and um, looking for creative ways. You know, steel is everywhere, um, and huh. so yeah. we are just excited to have a partner in Discovery Education that can help us bring that know-how into the classroom. So you know, think about a steel mill, right? It, you know, oh. manufacturing and heavy industry, right? Kids under 18 can't come tour a steel mill. That's not, you know, that's not something we can, we can invite well, a good the world in to view, right? But that's by a good partnering point. with Discovery Education, um, we're going to be able to bring that to the classroom. And it's a really cool process. Yeah. Yeah. And you've got to study hard to pass their exams. They're very tough over there. Did Jackie tell you? <laughs> <laughs> a lot could be a lot of all nighters. Now you guys should do great. You guys, you guys will do great. I got to tell you. Okay, what are you expecting from this, Jackie? Okay, the ten million kids and all that sort of thing. What is, what is success going to look like for when 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 this gets going? And by the way, it's not going yet. Okay, but it's going as of tomorrow. So go ahead. Or maybe it is going yet. What have you done anything yet, Jack? I, I, I jumped the gun on that. Well, no, we haven't officially launched. We'll launch the Sustainability Coalition tomorrow. So we are excited. So um, tune in. And I can also, at the end of this, um, also provide where the resources will eventually um, be launched um, on the website for teachers and students to access. But, you know, Larry, I brought this up before, I think, when we had another talk around how students really do want to be active in their communities, especially when it's to sustainability issues. Absolutely. And so, you know, 80, uh, recently an NPR poll, I think it was in 2019, where 86% of educators agreed that it was important to teach students, let's just take climate change for an example. But they did not have resources to do so. So the expectation of this coalition is to make sure that all teachers, all students, and that's, that's one of the, the things that I love about this, that at no cost, at no cost whatsoever, Teachers and students will have access to learning resources for sustainability. 
when we launch and we continue to grow as a coalition, those resources and a library of resources will become more robust. And we can only do that in partnership with organizations like Nucor to make sure that Absolutely. all students have access, equitable access to resources. You know, not just districts that are, you know, that have the resources um, or the funds to to make sure that they have an enriched curriculum like this, but we want to make sure that all students at no cost have Thank access you. to the resources that we're creating. Yeah, and you that's know that that's a, that's a key statement. I just got to say this because we always hear, and there was that show uh, Abbott Elementary, you know, about under-resourced schools. All right, but there's a lot of of uh, resources out there, tons and tons and tons. Okay, that is uh, at no cost, that are free resources for educators to use, and they 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 must tap into this because. This makes sure that there is no under-resourced school. There's no reason why a kid who is in a very rural, uh, 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 socially, uh, not socially, economically uh, troubled uh, district or a kid in a, in a big urban city can't move on from that. And they have to learn about it. And that's why this is so darn important. And on that note, Jackie, I want to ask you, what do you want from teachers? Okay, we got a lot of teachers and educators listening right now. What do you want them to do? Well, really, we want to make sure we support teachers. I think we ask no, a lot yeah. of teachers nowadays, but we want yeah. to make sure that teachers have that high-quality resources. So although it will be at no cost, we still want to make sure that it's standards aligned, and we want to make sure that teachers are able to expose their students to these issues but allow them to collaborate, Great. use their critical, critical thinking skills, tap in the community to help solve these issues that they might see in their community as well, and also just to motivate them and, and give yeah. them the opportunity to explore that this might be not, that you might even consider this even as, an, as a career moving forward in terms of the work around no, sustainability. Yeah, I mean, and it's so just we want so, to make sure that we give that exposure, right? Yeah, and, and you know, I'll, I'll tell you, I know I mentioned urban before, and I keep hearing this, that kids in urban areas, very, very you know, inner, inner city, uh, don't think about the environment like other people might think about the environment because they don't see it, okay? It's, it's different when you're in the inner city than in rural South Dakota, as an example, okay? And it's very important, okay, that they understand that sustainability affects them. It affects you in North Dakota. It affects you in downtown Camden, New Jersey, okay? This is key stuff, okay? Because we're all breathing the same air. All right. And I, I just think this is so important what you guys are doing. And so, uh, all right, but next, the last question. Okay. I got to ask you, Lauren, are, are you going to pitch your peers in the business sector about all this? What can you do? How do you, how do you make the world know what the good stuff you're doing? Yeah. You know, the thing about, you know, I said it before, right. You know, we are, um, you know, we need to be stewards of, yeah. You know, the, the the environment and you know, the onus and, and, and you mentioned the future workforce, right? I mean, we yeah. are not only responsible for doing the right thing, you know, whether that's finding the path to decarbonization or, you know, providing fulfilling, profitable careers for the next generation, right? We need to share yeah. the lessons that we're learning and bring everyone along yeah. on that journey. Um, let's not wait until, you know, kids are getting to college to start you know, inspiring them. No, they won't even know what's there. They won't even know what's there if you wait till then. Okay. You know, you're you're doing everything. Yeah. You're doing everything exactly the way you should be doing. And you guys, and I have to say, I learned something today and you guys should be very proud of the work you do. 
I mean, to have that kind of sustainability and recycling, et cetera, in a steel company is something that would have never even entered my mind. And I'm glad we were able to get that point across to so many people today, because I really think that's, that's incredibly important. And congratulations on that. You can tell your boss, okay? Tell the CEO you're doing good. Okay, sleep well and like I will. I will. I really mean it. It's very important. People don't understand this. Okay, I certainly didn't, and I'm fairly intelligent. And Jackie, did you know any of this before you met them? Well, no. I I, I've been enlightened since we've had our you know start of our partnership, and that's exactly what we also want to show: innovation in this space, right? Discovery Education is dedicated to creating innovative classrooms, and how can we do that by not putting the burden on the teacher, but giving them resources that they can tap yeah, into thank you. so that, again, fired. And like you said, you know, whether it's urban, suburban, or rural students all need access to those high-quality resources and exposure to what they may have not thought possible or didn't know. So how can we make sure we close that, that gap between knowledge and information and, and action mm-hmm. is critical to protecting the environment? And we do so in partnership um, with NUCOR. So I thank Lauren and, and all of our other founding partners to, to think about this launching tomorrow and the impact that we really want to make on education and eventually, you know, the environment and create that generation oh, yeah. of thinkers and problem solvers and critical thinkers and the next generation who will be the workforce for tomorrow. So we're excited about this opportunity that Discovery Education has with NUCOR um, in creating the Sustainability Education Coalition. Yeah, I, I think it's important. And Jack, one other question just dawned on me. Okay, and I, I know you guys are in touch over at Discovery with thousands of teachers every day. Have, uh, this, I, I have a feeling that you guys figured out from, through comments from educators that there was a need for this. Okay, it's not coming out of the clear blue sky, but I think teachers are getting more and more interested in this type of education where, or if I may, you go interdisciplinary and take a subject like sustainability. Okay, and that's the kind of thing that's really engaging in it, 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 teachers. And by the way, if we don't engage the teachers with all kinds of great stuff, we're going to lose teachers. Okay, they have to be engaged too. And Jack, just uh, what, what what I just have to ask before we go: Were you were you uh, did that actually happen? Were the teachers talking about sustainability education? I, I would bet they were. Absolutely. There's something so yeah, we have, that, that promoted this. We yeah. have a global. Absolutely. So we have a global network of educators, one of the largest global networks of, of I educators, I would say. And in terms of us being able to tap into that and to say, what do you need? What what is not? What doesn't exist? Or where are their gaps? And this is definitely a gap in terms of how do we make sure that they can fill the space of sustainability in an inspiring and engaging way too. And so how can we make sure that it's real-world applications that they can bring into their classrooms, making sure that it's innovative, and, of course, always aligned to national standards so that the teachers know, even though they're teaching a topic on sustainability, they're still touching, like we said earlier, those math standards, the ELA standards, social studies, civics, um, economics, so students understand the why of learning. I think every teacher has always gotten that question in their classroom. Why am I learning this? Well, this is yep. an opportunity to, to answer you. that question. Yep. Here is why yep. we are learning about math and science um, and technology, and how do we I, integrate I wish somebody had told engineering me. to help yeah. solve those problems? <laughs> I, wish, I wish somebody had told me why I was learning geometry. I never did figure that out. And by the way, Lauren, welcome back to education, the world of K-12 education. Welcome back. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. Well, I don't know, because I just got an email from your 12th grade teacher. You still owe a book report. Have you ever gotten that? Yeah. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> what can I tell you, Lauren? Thank you, and thank you and Newcore for doing this. This is great. Okay, everybody. Oh, Larry, thank you for having me. Oh, believe me, my pleasure. Jackie, as always, you're the best. Thank you, Larry, for having us. And like we said, we'll be launching um, resources. I know that you always um, provide that opportunity for teachers and educators and students to tap into these resources that are at no cost. So if they visit it by the end of the week, sustainabilityeducationcoalition.org, that's where you will find some more information about this initiative. Absolutely. Sustainability Education Coalition dot org. And it's launching for real tomorrow. So thank you, ladies, for giving us the preview. Both of you have a great week. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Jackie. Thanks, Larry. You're welcome. Thanks, bye bye. Oh, you're welcome. Bye. Great ladies. Fascinating about Nucor. I never knew any of that. I thought they were still running Bessemer furnaces. Shows what I know. All right. Of course, I'm a guy who mostly builds houses out of duct tape. But uh, what can I tell you? Okay, Lauren Russell. Thank you, Lauren, manager of communication, corporate communications over at Nucor, and my old buddy Jackie Smalls, who is the vice president of social impact coalitions. Thank you, Jackie. Okay, and over at Discovery Education, DiscoveryEducation.com. But it's all linked. We'll archive over at a org. Thanks for listening, everybody. 